What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fulfill My Destiny podcast. I'm Pastor James Levesque. In the next few moments, we're going to take you to where you are, to where God wants you to be. Ultimately, fulfill your destiny. Today, we're going to talk about vision. We're going to talk about vision. Let me just tell you, it is essential for you to fulfill your destiny. The amount of people that walk around this earth unmoved, unprovoked, not full of dreams, it is alarming to me. The amount of Christians that don't really stretch for anything greater in their life, it is incredible to me. The Bible is very clear that without vision, you're going to perish. Without knowledge, without the vision in your life, where are you going? There has to be something greater for you to live for. And ideas, ideas aren't enough, right? So many people are addicted to information, but they're allergic to execution, right? I remember meeting a guy at a Starbucks one time. He was working third shift. He was overweight. He was kind of dirty. And he was just telling me this burden he had to get married. Like, I, I know a woman's coming. I'm really believing for a wife. Like, he was upset, man. Like, like getting depressed over it. And I'm looking at this dude going, you don't want to get married. Like, there's nothing about you that wants to get married. You don't really want to get married. And I'm looking at him going, bro, there's not a woman on earth praying right now for her husband. And this is what this is what the situation is. And I said, bro, you're not you don't want to get married. You're not you're not trying to get married. You're addicted to the idea of marriage. Whoo! You're addicted to the idea. The idea of having somebody in your life is makes you happy. Oh, if I only did this one day or if I that's what you're addicted to. The reality is you don't want to get married. People that want to get married, uh, they're like a peacock fan in their feathers. You know what I mean? You spray the cologne. You look nice. You dress nice. You just present well. No woman on the earth is trying to marry a guy who's homeless and, and, and his clothes are untucked and gross and has holes in them. No man out there is trying to marry some woman that has natted hair. She just doesn't care. She doesn't ever dress up or look nice. Like, it, that doesn't exist, right? If you want to get married and you're not just addicted to the idea of marriage, then put yourself out there the best you can, period. And that's what I try to tell this guy. Like, it's not going to work when this is, this is what you do every day. Buy some new shoes, bro. Get a collared shirt. Do something to look nice. Spray some cologne, but do something. And this is how we kind of handle our lives, man. We just sit there and wait for destiny to happen. Last December, God spoke to me and said, this year would be a year of restored health. I told it at the, all the Christmas parties. I said it to everybody. Now, listen, if I said to you, who wants to get healthy? Everyone's going to raise their hand. Even if you have a Big Mac in one hand, you're going to raise your hand in the air. We do. You know we need to. If you're a little older, of course you want to get healthy. You're trying to extend your life, man, and, and get your bones strong. Everyone is addicted to the idea of health. Nobody wants to put in the work. Few people are. Like, if you're overweight, nobody's fat shaming. I, I started this year at 327 pounds. Get out of here. But guess what? There's a problem. There's a problem, and I need to figure out what the problem is. And I can't just say genetics. And I can't just say, well, because the new thing is obesity is a chronic disease. Okay, but Jesus Christ is a chronic overcomer. And I had to make a decision. And whatever avenue you need to do, you need to do something. Do you understand? You got to put in the work. And 60, yesterday I weighed myself, I was 262. So I don't know what that is, 68 pounds, something crazy like that. But who's counting, right? The truth is, God told me in December, don't wait. Get your weight off. Get healthy. And it wasn't just weight. It was health. 
I don't eat as much as you. That's the bottom line. I eat what I want, really. I mean, I try to incorporate fruits and vegetables, but I'm just not eating as much as you are. But it's amazing to me how many people, when I gave that word, raised their hand and said, oh, I'm, I'm, I want to lose weight. Yeah, I want to get healthy. Not even losing weight. I just want to be healthy. I want to walk more. I want to move more. I want to whatever. I want my joints to feel better. Like God's going to restore health. What does that mean? That means an invitation went out for you to receive health and you just loved the idea of it. Whoo, can I get real today? Wowzer, let's go. Fulfill my destiny. No, I'm not championing weight loss. No, I'm not going to sit up there and show you my before and after picture. I don't need to. I need to live my best life. I need to be healthy inside and out for the long haul. And people immediately close to me, same thing, 15 pounds, 20 pounds. People are, are actually seeing such progress in whatever they are doing for the Lord. Maybe you're doing intermittent fasting. Maybe you're doing whatever. Maybe you're only eating this. I don't care what you do. Do something. But it's amazing how many people didn't do much. And their bones still ache. And they still their back still hurts. And instead of believing God for restored health, they'd rather just get addicted to the idea of health. Now, I'm not telling you that in shame or condemnation. I guarantee most of you would never see the weight I saw. But I feel better. My health's feeling restored. I'm on the beach running with my son every night. I feel good. It's, I mean, everything feels better. Running up the stairs feels better. And I'm, and I'm not even fully where I need to be. So my point is there's no shame, but you have to be addicted to execution. You've got to lift your hands and say, Lord, I received the gift for change. I need a vision in my life for health. Otherwise, you're not. What are you doing? You need a vision in your life for the future God's called you to. Otherwise, what are you doing? We're not running around this earth like, well, whatever just happens, I'm just going to throw a lot of things to the wall and see what sticks. That's not an abundant life. That's not how you were meant to live life on purpose. Not like, well, I'm just, you know how many people, man, I'm like, what, what is God doing in your life right now? Well, I'm just in a transition season. What? Translation, I missed it. Translation, I'm living in unbelief and I don't actually know what I'm supposed to do. That's not how God works, man. Take a step. Do it. Do it unprepared. Do it scared. Pull the parachute when you jump out, but jump. Do something. The amount of people that are just in transition, I mean, gosh, the devil's giving out transition awards and many people got them. You just, you don't even know what's next. Well, I don't know. I'm just kind of seeing what the next step is. What are you talking about? Take a step and commit and watch God move in your life. We're not just wandering around wondering where the wind's going to blow next. Get committed. Lock into a family. Lock into a church family. Find people with your similar heart and passion and go. Be a part of something greater than yourself. Because most people don't live there. They just carry their life like that. Well, whatever happens, you know, I'm just here for the journey. No, you're not. You're missing your journey. It's not whatever just happens. There's so much more that God has for you that we, you just have to have a vision in your life greater than what's in front of you. And it's not shame. And it's not condemnation to encourage you to dream bigger in your life. It's amazing the amount of people in my life. I really want them to step out and trust God. I really want them to do take that job that God's calling them to take or move to that city or eat healthy or whatever it is. I can't want it more than you because as a pastor, here's my limitation. As a pastor, I can tell you God's promise over your life. I can tell you his plan for you. I can tell you the destiny that he's called you to. As a pastor, I can, I can continually push vision in front of you and say, this is the word of God over your life. This is what I believe you're called to do. This is where I believe you're called to go. But as a pastor, I cannot, I cannot control your response to the invitation. 
Invitations there, guys. The word of God's there. God's given me a gift to help inspire you for the higher you. But you're continually looking low. I can't change that. It's unfortunate. I've seen people, they could have changed the world. They could have run churches. They could have plant churches. They could have been a part of great things. They just don't believe in themselves. They could have lost the weight. They don't believe in themselves. They could have started businesses. They don't believe in themselves. They could have given millions to the kingdom if they just believed. They don't believe in themselves. It's a danger of low expectation. I think it was Acts 3, Peter and John in the temple, and it said that he looked upon them expecting to receive. Are you expecting to receive in your life? Is that your posture? Are you expecting to receive things in your life? Because that's what you're going to get. If you believe for great things, great things are going to happen in your life. If you constantly aim low, then you're, you're going to hit it every time. There's a danger of low expectation. I know I'm called to God to do something great on this earth. Uh, now you're just mediocre sitting at home watching television. What happened? Your head? You believed a lie. That's what unbelief is. Unbelief is, unbelief is believing a lie. You're unbelieving a truth. That's what unbelief is. You believed a lie that you're too old. You believed a lie that you're too big. You believed a lie you're too small. You're too young. You believed a lie that you can't do it anymore, that your time's passed. You know how many people I got to give them that word? God said he's not done with you, and they break down in tears because you slowly believed the lie that your greatest days were behind you. You believed a lie that you're not supposed to do this. It's not true, man. It's not it's just simply not true, guys. Listen, as long as you're breathing on this earth, and that could be 110 years old, like my Uncle Louie, I think was 103. As long as you're breathing on this earth, there's a great destiny ahead of you and purpose for you this day. This day. You don't leave this earth until your purpose is finished. Acts 13, 30, 36, when David fulfilled God's purposes for his generation. Do you know how few people are fulfilling God's purpose for their generation? And here's the thing. Listen, before you get in your feelings and start to feel like you're not good enough and start playing some kind of victim card, you are one thought away from the rest of your life being changed forever. That's it. You're literally one thought. You are one godly thought away from the trajectory of your life being changed forever. Facts. And it's not that way. I promise you. Today you decide that you're going to receive God's best for you. Today, you receive, you believe that you're going to receive God's plan for you, what his best is for you, what his hope is for you. That's what you receive today. Because when you do, you will see the rest of your life changed forever. When you do, you're going to realize that God had a plan for you greater than you ever could have imagined for yourself. And it was on the other side of risk. It was on the other side of breakthrough. Again, this is a year of new beginnings. This will be a year of miracles. This will be a year of transformation if you, if you just link in and believe and realize that what God has for you is so much greater than what you ever could imagine for yourself. And so, Father, I thank you for every person listening to the sound of my voice today on this podcast. I thank you that you have called us to change this world. You've called us to do great things for you. Every person has a gift. Every person is significant in your kingdom. And Lord, today we stand firm on what you've called us to do and we say yes. Come on, I want you to physically say yes wherever you are. There you go. Even look crazy. Just say yes. Yes. That word is our life right now. That word is our prophetic word over our lives. We say yes. We will commit we are going to do everything you've called us to do. We are going to stand firm on your truth, and we will not back down with the lies of inferiority. We say yes. We thank you for it, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Come on. Amen, guys. Listen, we love y'all. I love the support we're already feeling, the love we're feeling. Hit me up on Instagram, at James underscore Levesque. Hit me up on Facebook. Tag me. 
Let others know how you're being blessed. I love getting the word out. It extends our reach. Thank you for your support. You guys are the investors in this with your time. We'll see you now Monday morning. Let's go.